0: Welcome to the Halderman Podcast. I'm your host Robert McMahon. Today we'll be speaking about the Conservation Reserve Program. I'm joined by Craig Springmeyer, an area manager with the Halderman Companies out of Eaton, Ohio. Craig, why don't why don't we start with you telling us about tell yep. us about yourself? Uh,
1: about myself? Um, well, I've been in Eaton, Ohio, in Preble County, working with Halderman for the last 31 years, manage about 13,000 acres and sell farms and. Acquire Farms for Halderman, and we do uh, farm appraisals. i uh, also a Purdue grad from way back when, 1984. So we have a, uh, a home farm in Greensburg, Indiana area. A little bit of ground in the Connorsville area as well that I manage for the family. That's great.
0: Why don't you explain what the Conservation Reserve Program is?
1: Well, CRP is a, uh, it's a USDA government program to help farm owners and operators become better stewards of their farmland by preserving topsoil, sequestering carbon, and in turn, reducing nitrogen runoff and providing habitat for wildlife. And I'll discuss the wildlife habitat in more detail a little later. Um, We do want to keep our valuable topsoil in the Midwest and out of the Mississippi River Delta.
0: That's great. When did the USDA program for CRP start?
1: CRP was authorized in the 1985 Farm Bill and was planned to enroll up to 45 million acres. It is a voluntary program, and the government does pay a land rental rate on the acres taken out of row crop production.
0: Great. Other than the rental rate, are there other financial incentives to enrolling acres in CRP?
1: Yes. Uh, After implementing the program, you really help appreciate the value of your farmland by showing good stewardship and management and the program cost to establish, for example, grass for the waterways, grasses and trees on riparian buffer or wildflowers in the pollinator program are all cost shared by the USDA in some instances up to 100%. So it's a great program.
0: And you're familiar with cash rental rate in the area. Are the CRP rental rates competitive with what would just be a cash rent for crop production?
1: Yeah, very competitive. These rental rates are based on the productivity of the soils taken out of production, and the rates can be up to 50% of the average rental rate, some instances over $300 an acre. And the CRP practice can take uh, tillable ground bordered by woodlands, seasonal streams, or floodplain that can be excellent soils for the USDA rental rate, but difficult to farm for area operators, and that can be taken off their land lease, so this will make the remaining farmland more desirable to the operator and increase or at least support the land lease term. Yeah,
0: it sounds like a no-brainer if you're going to get paid to do it, plus it's going to help your farm.
1: Yeah, I think so, and there are a lot of these areas that I've had farm tenants come to me, and they just said, I can't farm these anymore, and, but they're ideal for a CRP practice
0: how long do the CRP contracts last
1: the length of the contracts can be 10 to 15 years with the opportunity to enroll after the contract expires and there will be adjustments on the rental rate to keep them competitive and uh, I've had some expire I've had some and re-enrolled and just depends on the situation that you're in whether you want to re-up on those programs and I'll, again I'll discuss that a little bit more in the in, coming up here in the next segment.
0: Yeah, why don't you tell us about some of your experiences establishing acres and CRP?
1: Okay, I could, I could go on. I've been doing this for, for 30 years, so I could go on for a while, but a couple of the ones that really stick out, and one of the more gratifying experience I've had was on a 425-acre farm that was bordered by Woodlands, and this is where I, there's a CP33 CRP program Commonly referred to as a quail buffer program, and on this farm I put up to 120 foot wide buffers adjacent to all the woods. And the program was to establish native blue stem grass, wildflowers uh, for wildlife, and specifically for quail habitat. And close to the farm, I've got a neighbor. He's a friend, Eric, who uh, works for Eims Pet Food and he handles their hunting dogs. He also raises quail from hatching the eggs in an incubator to introduce them into the wild. We ended up putting the quail chicks in a surrogator on the CRP ground where they eventually developed numerous quail coveys that Eric would monitor. And he'd monitor those, you know, there. he may say there's seven or eight quail in here. He had it down to a T. So since he lived so close, he was out there all the time. Well, he banded these quail and later had reports from area hunters that our birds were scattered across the county, so that was a really neat experience where you're, you know, you're growing these quail. They're, they're, your CRP practice is used for the quail, which, which are introduced is just awesome. Now, and I had another managed farm that I put over 20 acres in quail buffer. It was on the th- 530 acre Earlham College farm, and it was bordered by the Whitewater River and woodlands. It had four smaller fields that we put the entire fields into quail buffer, but it was an ideal location for the Erland Erland Biology Department students to go out and do their field trips, check the quail buffer, check the woods. It was great. Kind of beating this quail buffer here, but uh, another farm, I had 13 acres of quail buffer, um, which was adjacent, adjacent to the Eaton City Park that is in a floodplain. And this is the one where the farm tenant no longer wanted to farm it. So we had it in quail buffer for 10 years. I was having a really difficult time keeping the tree saplings out of the quail buffer. After the uh, quail buffer expired, I was allowed to transfer that into a riparian buffer CRP program. I ended up planting 5,250 tree saplings on this riparian buffer, which was expanded in all the floodplain it's a great use for land, be a great benefit for eating and the environment. So it's a win-win there. And, uh, you know, I could go on and on. I was helped take out, um, bush honeysuckle on some programs. And, uh, I mean, there's numerous programs outside of the CRP. There's also the equip program, which is, which is another podcast, but, uh, anyway, it's been a great experience along with grass waterways. I do have Four or uh, three grass waterways in Indiana and Ohio plan for installation and construction. Either this fall doesn't happen this fall, be next fall. I try to avoid the spring on those spring uh, planning just because I don't want those to be eroded out on a two to three inch rain. So I'd rather do those in the, in the fall.
0: That's great. Thanks for sharing yep. those stories with us. What's the process if a landowner is interested in signing? part of their farm up through the county for
1: CRP? The programs are administered through the FSA, the Farm Service Agency, and the applicants will need to comply to the average gross income payment limitations, which most owners can do. I think those limitations are at $900,000 on average a year for the past three years, tax years. Um, You also need to set up a direct deposit bank account for the government payments. But before you do this work, I'd suggest the initial step is to set up a field visit with the local NRCS technician to get their advice on programs for your farm that you'll comply with. And they will eventually be developing and designing the plan. Great.
0: Is is that uh, process something that Halderman offers to landowners as a service?
1: With full management, that's part of our responsibilities. But we can consult with you as well, lead you through the process from working with the FSA and NRCS to reviewing their plans, working with the operators, to hiring the contractors to implement the practice. So we can lead you all the way through the process, whether that's with a full management farm or with consulting. So we feel like we've got the time and expertise to help the farm owner or operator. So give us a call and we'll get you started. Yeah, having the contacts just in the area would be a big benefit. Well, and I'm working with the NRC technicians like you are you know, on a, on a weekly, monthly basis. They know me, they know what I can do, and I know them, and so, and in multiple counties. So we can do this in any county, whether it's people where we've been working with or people we, uh, we can work with, but we've been through the process. And like you, you know, with the grass waterways on uh, the smaller projects to the pollinator projects where you're introducing uh, wildflowers, milkweed, to try to get that pollinator habitat to this riparian buffers which I've done quite a few of those and of course the quail buffer which is a great program. Is there
0: any other information you'd like to share with us today?
1: I think I've about got it covered Robert I really appreciate you inviting me to talk about it I've got a passion for it and love to do it and like you so um, look forward to hearing from uh, from the farm owners.
0: Thanks Craig for joining me today and all the valuable information. If you'd like to learn more about the Holderman companies or someone on the Holderman team, please visit Holderman.com. Thank
1: Thank you, you, Robert.
0: Thanks.